Hey, thanks for joining us here on The House Podcast. We hope that you are encouraged by this message. If you want to learn more about The House, check out our website at welcometothehouse.com or download The House app. Come on. Come on, was that good? Listen, listen, our kids are learning. They're learning what it's all about. And and, and it's important for us as a family. You know, I'm just, again, so grateful that you would be here uh, that you would make this a part of your Christmas tradition. Uh, I tell you what, uh, it was so fun when, with all the kids because they, they kept talking about the night, the night, the night. And, and I got to tell you, is something about great nights. I think a lot of kids have a little bit of anticipation about tonight. Um, and so even my kids are like, I'm sleeping on the couch. And I'm like, no, you're not. Because <laughs> uh, they just are so ready for tonight and tomorrow. But here is what I would say is we love great nights. We, we love to have a great night. I remember when I was much younger than I am right now. And uh, we lived, come on, for Friday night. Friday night was the thing. You worked all week, and then Friday night, come on, you got to go and do. And, and, and that was back... Uh, where we used to watch movies, not in our house. You know what I'm saying? We actually went to something called a movie theater. I know that you all haven't been there in a year. But, but anyway, uh, it's crazy. We used to watch movies on Friday, Friday night, go to the movie theater. N- nights were just cool. There are actually uh, businesses that make their living trying to have and produce great nights for people. Los Angeles, L.A., uh, you got, you got uh, New York City. You got these great, not like... The whole business is on these great nights that they can provide. And just the other night, we had Jupiter and Saturn come into alignment. Did y'all see that? I mean, just at, at night, super, super cool stuff. Um, people propose at night. Uh, I mean, like, like that's a big thing. Uh, you know, they go out to eat, and then they get on their knee, and it's, it's night. Um, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. A, a couple of things that... Um, just history, uh, I think it's crazy that Washington, uh, General George Washington, on Christmas 1776, uh, took his um, army and crossed the icy Delaware uh, on at night. And what we know what happened, uh, 10 days later, uh, they won two cr- crucial battles and uh, really helped the American Revolution. Uh, another thing that happened at night that I know that's probably you just probably thought of today uh, is uh, July 16th, um, uh, 1969, Neil Armstrong at night, 1056 p.m., he got in a rocket ship, went to the moon, which, by the way, is not a planet. So if you, if you, if you didn't know that, I found that out, that the moon is actually not a – it's debatable. I don't know. You may be on team moon or team random planet. I got – that's fine. That's cool. But uh, now I know. Um, but I will say this, that, you know, he did his proclamation. He, he, uh, he said this is – one, come on, you remember this? One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Yeah, y'all have heard that before. Um, I'll tell you what, another great night was when, when, when you were born. 
I mean, I, you may not have thought about that. Actually, some of you, uh, your Enneagram may have been like, absolutely, I think about it every day. I'm awesome. But, but, but really, just the fact that you were born is a pretty special thing, that you're still here. And that I, I just count it a privilege to be able to just communicate to you your value, your purpose, what God has in store for you. You know, as awesome as all of those nights are, none of those nights were holy. And the truth of the matter is, when you use the word holy, that means set apart. In fact, there's a song that we sing traditionally at Christmas. It is, O Holy Night. And the concept is talking about what was heavenly and divine now invaded earth, and it really changed everything, come on, for us. And, and really, that's what I want to talk about. The last couple of weeks, we've talked about Christmas carols that we traditionally know, songs that we know the best, but we may understand the least. And I want to read from a passage to you, Luke chapter 2, verse 4. It says this, and Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was from the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloth and lied him in a manger because there was no place for him in the inn. Can I just tell you, just because we're live streaming and just because y'all are the third service and I like y'all a whole lot better than any of the first two. Uh, just kidding. Uh, let me just say this. is uh, Two things that I think stick out to me about this, um, about this passage. The first is this, that God has a time. And I don't know who I could be talking to today, but maybe you've been praying for some things. Maybe you've been praying for uh, you to hurry up and finish college or to get married or to transition or to move or to buy that house or to, you know, maybe you're, you're even praying for your health or maybe there's something going on and you feel like it, you're kind of frustrated because it hasn't happened yet. Can I let you know that God has a perfect time? God has a perfect time. The second thing I want you to know is that I find it interesting that the Savior of the world had no place. See, here's the deal. All throughout the Gospels, people were trying to confine Jesus and say, you fit here. You fit here. Think like us. You fit here. You fit here. You fit here. But the truth of the matter is Jesus doesn't fit in a man-made place. We submit to him and we alter our lives. Come on, hear what I'm saying. Does that make sense? He doesn't fit into our world. Come on, listen, listen to what I'm saying. We fit into his. And so he couldn't just get a hotel room like everybody else. Because God does it different. God doesn't do it like everybody else. Look at this. Look at this. And he, in the same region, they were there. And the shepherds were in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him, them and said, the glory of the Lord has shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. I guess so. Angel pops up and all you are is trying to make a living. And then they're scaring you and you're like, hey. And they're like, what? I mean, I, I can see that that would be fearful um and the angel said to them fear not behold i bring you good news 
of great joy that will be for all people. All people. Everybody say all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you that you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel and a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace amongst those with whom he is pleased." Come on, can you just capture that moment? Here the shepherds are, they're managing their sheep. All of a sudden an angel appears and interrupts them. Can I tell you that the greatest moves of God in your life will be when you are interrupted. When you were doing something and, and, and you were just running errands and getting something done and a song comes on and it begins to minister to you over the Spotify or the radio and you, all of a sudden it just hits you and, and in, in a moment you've been interrupted and now you're contemplating things you were never... Come on, has anybody know what I'm talking about? God loves to interrupt our plans because he wants to send us on an assignment to meet Jesus. And to have our lives changed. That's the beauty of the gospel. And I guess what I would say today as we begin is this. Church, when was the last time you've allowed an intentional God interruption? Where God could alter my plans. Where God doesn't fit in my box. And you know what? Even still today, we're saying, God, stay here in this hotel. God, stay here. God, do this. God, stay here. Go this. You fit in my life on Sunday. You fit on my life. But, but, but really what God is showing us through this story is that God invaded earth to change everything. And if we're going to change everything in our lives... There has to be change. There has to be change. Tonight we are gathered to recapture hope, to remember and embrace redemption, and to understand, listen, reconciliation. Three things that I think happen on a holy night that we could take with us. Unlike any other year, we need to recapture some hope. Come on, like any other year, we need to embrace redemption. That no matter what you've done, where you've been, no matter what you said, even maybe on your way here. Come on, it's amazing just going to church. Come on, sometimes we face hell just, just trying to get in the car and get here. But here's what I want to tell you is that you can embrace redemption. And lastly is that we can understand that God is the God of reconciliation. Tonight we're going to look at a verse, uh, a song that we all know, O Holy Night. I want to give you the first verse. Here it is. O Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin, error, pining. Till he appears and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. For yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees. Come on, how many of you, when I read that, you were like singing it in your head? Fall on your knees. Okay. Oh, hear the angel voices. Oh, night divine. Oh, night when Christ was born. Oh, night, oh, holy night. Oh, night divine. As we... Look at this. I want to take a moment and just draw out just a few concepts. 
I want you to see the hope in the first verse as we begin to sing a song that we know. Here's the idea, is that this Christmas we can recapture the hope of that night over 2,000 years ago that changed everything for us. Come on, that is why we pause and pray. One thing that I never want to do at the house is I don't want to have a show for you where you can sit back, eat some popcorn and go, entertain me. I ain't trying to entertain you. I want to provide a moment for your life so that God can interrupt you. Come on, does that make sense? So we're not trying to do, even online, we're not, we're obviously, we, everything that we do is intentional. And did, didn't these guys do so great? Come on. Did, wasn't that awesome? Come on, that's where you clap. It's okay. It's okay. Listen, did an awesome job. And even as you're watching online, but the truth of the matter is, listen, we have to recapture the hope of that moment. And because we've been churched so much, we forget that a God moment is a fall to your knee moment. Yes, that's right. it, it, it's, a, it's a moment where, you know what? You can't stand up and wave your hand at God and tell him how you think he ought to do it. <laughs> God, it don't work like that. Come on, come on. Like, that may work with your mama and that may work with your daddy, but that don't really work with God because when God shows up, The awe and the vastness of who he is. And, and here's, the, here's the crazy thing about God. Is he's so powerful and so majestic and so wonderful. But yet so approachable. Yeah. Like God's not intimidating. It's just the awe and wonder of who he is. The moment God became human. Our soul felt the worth of God's attention. Maybe you've been here today and you've been struggling with your own approval. And can I tell you this? You have the endorsement of the Father God. And the song teaches us that, that our soul felt worth when God who was in heaven invaded earth and became man. Jesus' arrival put the plan of salvation in motion. The revelation of Jesus as God should make an impression on your soul. The angels were singing, and as they were singing, what they said is, listen, you don't have to be weary. I don't know who I'm talking to online. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm telling you, in a world that we're living in, in the year of 2020, don't be weary. What am I going to do? What job am I going to do? Is, are we going to get this? Are we going to move there? Are we going to move this? Is this going to happen? What's going to go on with our marriage? And here's what I want to say. He is the remedy of sin for sin. He is the one that makes your soul feel its worth. Recapture the hope today that you are valued. You are wanted. Come on. And you are not ignored. Verse 2, led by the light of faith, serenely beaming, just means peacefully, glowing hearts by the cradle we stand, so led by light of a star sweetly gleaming. Here comes the wise men from Orient land, the king of kings thus laying in a lowly manger in all of our trials born 
to be our friend. He knows our need to our weakness is no stranger. Behold your king before him lowly bend. It is this idea. The second verse is this idea that we have to embrace redemption. Jesus' assignment was that he was sent to save. Here's what I want to ask you. Will you allow the light of faith to lead you to the one that was sent to save you? See, we don't have to be in darkness. Doesn't mean that we don't get tripped up sometimes. Doesn't mean that we don't drift sometimes. But whatever darkness, come on, listen, that you're in today, the light of Jesus can lead you out. As the wise men brought gifts and laid them down, what will you lay down, come on, tonight? Sure, you could resist it, but why would you? The greatest gift that you could give him tonight is your heart. He knows our needs. In other words, he's not preoccupied with you. And not only that, not only does he know our needs, but the song says he knows our weaknesses. Like, like in 2020, come on, we filter our weaknesses out. We don't want anybody to know our weaknesses. We try to ignore our weaknesses. No, no, I don't have that problem. No, 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 no. I never talk too much. What? Oh, no, I never get angry. What are you talking about? I'm just, I just, I, I get red a lot because I'm, I need a lot of water. I'm not angry. I just get louder because I'm, I'm, I'm a passionate person. I'm passionate. I'm passionate. I'm just passionate. And here's what happens is it's okay to embrace your weakness. It's okay not to ignore it. And listen, it's okay not to cover it, but really uncover it. See, Jesus can bring the light to error, to ego, and to evil. He is the hope. Behold your king. Bow your knee. Listen to this. Allow the light of redemption to break forth in your life. The third verse, and honestly, this is like one of my favorite. This is, this is my, one of my favorite verses. Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love. His law is love, meaning he's governed by it. And his gospel is peace. Change shall we break. For the slave is our brother. And in his name all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy. In a grateful chorus raise we. Let all that's within us praise his holy name. Christ is the Lord. Oh praise his name forever. His power and glory forevermore proclaim. Listen. We've had a full year of people making proclamations and this is how it should be done and Facebook posts and Instagram and Twitter and news and, and all I'm telling you is the church has got to get it right. The anthem is love. The anthem, come on, listen, is Jesus. The third thing is that we have to understand that we are the beacons of uh, restoration. We are the ones. We have to understand reconciliation. Jesus came so that we would be reconciled both to God and to man. 
We would be the ones. So by, through Jesus, we come to God and God says, let's be in relationship. And then once we get love and not rejection, once he doesn't give us the list of all the things that we've done wrong, then we are free from the bondages that our choices cost us or that other choices of other people cost us. And because we are free, then we're free to love our family without wanting to control them. We are free to love our brothers and our sisters and we're free to let people grow and live their lives and love them, come on, even in spite of some of their attitudes. Tonight, do you have the awareness that God so loved the world that he gave? Jesus is the answer, the song says, to oppression. What that means is, You don't have to constantly live with the pressure and heaviness of the world constantly beating you down. He can break the change. That's what it says, the song. He's the one that breaks the chains. Listen, of addiction, of lies. See, some, some, you know, for for you, the chain may be a mental chain that's tied to something that was told to you when you were 13 years old. You'll never be this. You'll never do that. You'll never exceed here. You'll never do that. You're always going to be this. And here's the deal. He breaks that chain. The problem of sin, he's the one that covers it. The gospel message, listen, it brings internal peace. I don't ever want you to think, well, if I just get saved, everything will be Disney Channel. Everywhere I go, someone will bust out in singing. The quartet will just follow me. And it'll be just random like on, on, on play. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling good. But it's internal peace. And see, the truth of the matter is most external struggle is because there is an internal war. It's not the fact that your family's just so jacked up. But it is the fact that internally we don't know how to deal with the frustrations that we feel. So we project those on other people. But God says that I will send Jesus so that that weary, heavy frustration, I'll touch it. And just like Jesus told the storm to stop, I can make that stop too. I can do that. See, Jesus' birth is not the absence of conflict. It is the absence of captivity. No longer am I bound. No longer am I chained. God showed his might and his power. And no matter what you're dealing with tonight, whatever the choices were of 2020, here's what I want you to know is that you can receive reconciliation with God. Well, pastor, if you knew what I did last week, if you knew what I did, like I I didn't even come to church. I'm watching online because I didn't want the church to fall down if I came in. So here's what I'm telling you is that all of that can be covered under the blood. Luke chapter 2 verse 14 says this, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace amongst those whom he 
is pleased. Will you proclaim like the angels? Will you fall to your knees like the shepherds? Will you bring a gift to just like the wise men? See, here's the thing. Is tonight, I believe, the best way to end this year and start a new year is with a renewed commitment to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. In just a second, I'm going to ask you to stand with me. And we have candles, and I'm going to ask you to get those out. But here's what I want you to know, is that this interruption could happen in your life if you allow the walls of your heart to go past hearing what you think you already know and to hear again like it's the first time. God loves you. And he's made a way. You got to stand up with me. After we pray, we're going to light our candle. Tonight we are standing in honor of a mighty king and a wonderful savior who was born on a holy night. And right now I'm asking you, would you take a step of faith? Maybe you've already asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life. But maybe this year, with all that's gone on, your faith has waned. Come on, I'm talking online. Maybe this, this year it's been harder. And maybe just this night, God's going to interrupt what you're doing and say again, I love you. We're going to pray. And if you want to pray this prayer right where you're at, I'm asking you to just pray this with me. I'll pause so that you can repeat it. But right here, come on, all over this room. Lord, thank you for sending your son. Tonight, I reflect on your goodness. Your greatness. And your gift to me. I confess my sins. And I believe you to be my only hope. Thank you for the internal peace that you bring and help me love others so that I can model reconciliation. See, here's the thing. Will you guys bring all the lights down, please? See, here's the thing that I want you to see is... When the church, well, it's going to wipe, I'm telling you. When the church does what the church is going to do. Can I tell you this online and everybody, I don't know if you can see this. I don't know if they're zooming in. God's word does not come back void. It doesn't come back void. It's going to work. But what we've got to do is we've got to be in proximity to people and we've got to spend time discipling having conversations meeting with people and God will do what God has always done he will show people the way he will light their path and all of a sudden darkness will flee 
and the enemy will be scattered. That's what God does. That's what God does. In just a second, you're going to see how this one light moved. And now look. The church has always been essential. It scatters darkness. And I'm talking to every man, every woman, every dad. Listen, like this is... Jesus said that you are a city on a hill. And the, and the enemy will try to tell you that it doesn't matter. Your life doesn't matter. And he will try to do all that he can do to tempt you. But there was a holy night. And in spite of you, God loved you and made a way for you. And so here's the deal. I believe in 2021, the church is going to be brighter than it's ever been. That's what I'm praying. And people who did the last year in isolation are now going to come into revelation. Come on, let's pray. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, God, we're asking that you would allow us to be your hands and feet. Father, we are not perfect, but your love is perfect. And Father, we thank you that you are moving in this place. And Father, as we light this candle, we proclaim you King of kings and Lord of lords. Help us be that city on a hill that doesn't draw attention to us or what church we go to, but it draws attention to your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Here's what we're going to ask you to do. They're going to play a few names on the screen. And just for the next three or four minutes, I want you to see all the names of Jesus. Because this year, your light will be bright as you fully understand who Jesus is. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear how this message impacted you. Feel free to let us know on the Contact Us tab of the house website. We hope you have a great week.